Hi, everyone. Welcome to Let's Be Social. Uh, I have an uh, exciting guest on today. Her name is Cynthia Stance, and she is a sales consultant and also a self-made billionaire, correct? Uh, I wish. We're working on it. Uh, <laughs> I'm still, still an M, but you know what? We're Self-made millionaire, well on her way. And um, I'd like to welcome you to my show, first of all. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited for today's conversation. Definitely. Yeah. And um, just want to get to know a little bit about you. If you can uh, introduce yourself and talk a little bit about your journey to where to where you are now, actually. Yeah. So I guess where I'm at now, that's what you can first know about is, uh, yeah, so I'm a sales consultant. I work with women who are looking to achieve six and seven figure online coaching businesses. And I really do this by helping them understand that sales is sexy. It is spiritual and it really can be super simple. So I know for a lot of people, when they hear like, I'm a woman who's obsessed with sales, they're kind of like, this bitch must be crazy. That's weird. That's not my vibe. Like what? No, for me, sales is not those S words that I hear, which is spammy, scammy, sleazy. I remember one time somebody was like, don't forget slimy too. I'm like, okay, I got you. Right. But for me, it's, it is sexy. It is spiritual. It is about serving. It's about being a solution. It's about how you live your God-given gifts so that you can truly support other people. And when you give my goodness, you're allowed to receive. And so, um, I'm here to help women rewrite the script of what sales actually is. And that's truly why I'm on this planet. Other than being a mommy to my two boys and, you know, having my husband, I'm here to help every woman fall in love with sales. Um, there's many, many women out there who are extremely talented, who are so good at getting their clients results as a coach. But the issue is if they don't have clients to get results for, well, it's not going to work out that well. And that's where I come in is helping them to get those clients. So women who are multiple seven figures, I'm helping them being their consultant, training their sales teams. I have women who are brand spanking new, who are actually, in my opinion, very smart, wanting to get started the right way with the right systems, the right strategies, and of course, the right support so that it can scale to the first six figures. And of course, everybody in between too. So yes, I live, I breathe. I'm not just someone who does sales. I am sales. Like I be sales, right? Like that's my thing. That's what I'm known for. So, um, you know, I'm excited to say that not only ha have we created, you know, a seven figure coaching company, um, we've also, you know, I have uh, my podcast Interphone and Beats, which is top 2.5% out of over 3 million shows on iTunes. We were just rewarded um, this week as top 10. We're number nine for a uh, podcast with women in sales. Technically, we're top 20, which is number 13 for uh, spiritual entrepreneurs, which is like really cool. So we're proud of that. Just your consistency, sticking with that. I'm proud to say that I am the Florida state ambassador for women, um, a, an amazing nonprofit called dress for success. Um, I do a lot of my in-person events where we uh, bring it back to that cause. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of things and most of it's just supporting women in business to be successful and to embrace sales. So that's where we're at now, but it wasn't always that way. <laughs> it wasn't always that way. So uh, we'll do the quick version because this is definitely a long story and I will hyperspeed it the best I can. It's funny, Barbie, because it really does start back in college. Um, I'm still relatively young now. I'm 34. But when I was in college, I had a flip phone. 
right? Like it's so funny because I went to school for marketing, minor in advertising, and literally my whole company's on social media now. So what a waste. But um, when I was in school, I went to school full-time. I worked full-time and I worked at a high-end restaurant. And I knew if you're going to make a lot of money, it's all about creating an experience. It's about creating ambiance and it's learning about wine and spirits because that's really where the money's at, right? Like sell the bottles, create the experience. So I really studied and, um, you know, I would buy the expensive bottles on the venue, which is kind of weird for a 21 year old. Cause back then you would just drink whatever's on the bottom shelf. Right. But I would make sure I was studying the product that I knew how to recommend and all the things. And I used to think that I was lucky, but now I realize that it's not luck. You know, luck is when you're prepared for that opportunity and it shows up. But I had this table one time come and they were in the funnest way, kind of grilling me because they can, they could tell I was well-studied. And they had an amazing time and they left me their business card and they were the managers basically for the largest distributor in the world for wine and spirits. Well, just so happened the same day that I got that business card, I also found out that I was pregnant. Turns out there's a really cute bartender in the restaurant next door. <laughs> and, uh, we found out we were having a baby. And turns out too that I really like him. We've been married now almost 12 years, right? So I thought, okay, I really have to get this big girl job. 13 interviews, legit 13. I know because I counted them. It was so stretched out. I already had the baby by the time I finally got this position, but I got it. I was one of four women in the world um, with this position. And I was the youngest by 35 years. Um, I became the uh, regional manager for Jim Beam Brands, which is the second largest portfolio in the world. So basically, you know, wine and spirits, when is everybody enjoying them? Nights, weekends, holidays. I got this job because I knew I was about to be a mommy. But now that I have this job, I can't be a good mommy, right? It's kind of crazy. It's like, how does that work? Mm -hmm. It was fun. It was sexy. But there's also a lot of dark sides to being in the alcohol world. Um, but it did train me to be a professional forecasting, budgeting, really understanding how to train my salespeople, give them the right tools, the right programs, um, creating those connections. The two years that I was there, we actually were number one in the nation, my team, um, for our sales, which is pretty something cool though. Uh, I decided though, that I was getting a little fed up with my schedule. And at the same time I was on salary and I'm training all these salespeople who are getting commissions. And the concert tickets and the trips and damn it, I want the Getty cooler. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? So I actually demoted myself and became a salesperson. And right away, I went to the leadership board to number one. And what's really cool is when you're good at sales, you create that pipeline, you create that relationships, um, you know who to call when you need them. So eventually I got what I wanted. I was only now working two hours a day, but I also was like, I'm young, like I'm capable. I could be making more money and I'm pretty sure my life purpose isn't selling alcohol, <laughs> right? So I was like, what is missing? What is missing? All of a sudden I discovered the online coaching world. And I was like, what? Like how much money are these bitches making? That's insane. Like I can do that. I just have to sell, like, that's it. Like, okay, maybe, okay. Actually, I don't know what I'm doing. So maybe I should hire somebody from day one to help me get started the right way. And so I found this coach who I just fell in love with. She was beautiful. She was young. She was a mom. She was a sales slayer. And I, I just knew I, I was supposed to work with her. Literally, the angels were like, oh, this is the bread comes to your future. Yeah. So I ended up working with her and um, I she had a competition amongst her clients. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go for it, right? I'm the sales girl. Mm -hmm. I won. And when I won, I got a VIP day with her. 
And I came super prepared. Like I'm a sicko, but that's part of like being successful at sales is that I always say the universe loves speed. Speed comes from clarity. Clarity comes from organization. You always need to know where your next sale is. So you're organized. Well, I'm that little nerd that came and was like, here's your binder. Here's my binder. Let's open it up to orange tab section two, bullet three. This is my 12 year plan, my five month, like the three, like my avatar. Blah, blah, blah. And she looked at me like, what the fuck? Like, who are you? <laughs> She's like, how long have you been my client? And I'm sitting there like a month. <laughs> and she's like, what? And um, she's, what do you do? And then I start explaining how I manage sales. I've done sales. Like it's what I've done since day one. And then all of a sudden it hit me. I was supposed to be her salesperson. And she was like, no, that's not happening. Like it's not in the budget. I only work with interns. Like it's just, it doesn't make sense. You're a client. That's weird. So I sold myself into this position anyway. And I told her I would do like just commission, like I'll quit my shiny job, like because I saw her potential. I knew she was gonna be great. So that's when I discovered online selling. And I remember looking at my phone and being like, what is a DM? I think I sent like one of them before to ask a friend to go to the bar, right? Like, I don't know. So I'm a very intuitive woman. I went to the College of Metaphysical Studies. I do, I meditate all the time. I do believe business is a spiritual practice. I think sales is the most spiritual because it's about creating emotional connection. It's like reading people and what they're not even saying. It's about being able to see their future so that they can really take themselves there and understand what they're, you know, actually investing in. Mm -hmm. And so my very first month working for her, I did $670,000 in sales with a product that was $450 a month. Turns out I'm pretty good at this. <laughs> so we really took off. We created an eight figure company in her first year of us, of me working with her. Um, I ended up hiring the sales team. I ended up growing the sales team to about 85 people where I was managing them and also selling. Cause I didn't want to just manage again. I already learned from that. Mm -hmm. We started having million dollar launches, multiple million dollar launches, and really making a name for ourselves in the industry. So now we started attracting seven and eight figure clients and they're all like, how are you making these sales? How are you making these sales? And she would turn to me and say, Cynthia, how are we making these sales? <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I was like, no, 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 I'm not doing it. But she kind of pushed me out there to start coaching. And accidentally she created a monster because I fell in love with it. I really did. Mm -hmm. Um, so eventually I remember I woke up one day and I had five consults scheduled. I don't even know this HR girl that just got hired, but she told me I was fired. Yeah. I was really pissed. I was really angry for about a day, but then I realized, you know what? Pain pushes until, until the vision pulls and God won't ever give me anything that I can't handle. And remember, I started as a client because I wanted my own company. Yeah. She though, Barbie, was that I had a non-compete. So I couldn't even teach sales for two years. So I started a spiritual company and in my fourth month became a six-figure company without any employees, multiple six figures in six months. And I think it was around the seventh or eighth month that we started having like consistent 70 K cash months. Now I have a team, but it literally is one person. So I'm all about not having glittery websites, shiny posts. I'm not about having all this expenses, low overhead. I really believe that sales is about connecting with your dream client and letting her know, I know who you are, where you want to be, and I can get you there. And just having those deep connections and, and being a real person, authenticity is what earns trust and you can't make any sales without earning trust. So that's kind of the story, but I didn't include the fact that 
I went through a bankruptcy that I was on food stamps. I didn't include the part where my dad died or when I, you know, I did talk about when I got fired. There's a lot that happened to let up to that point, but that's kind of how we got to where we are now from a career standpoint. So I believe it. That's actually the fast version. It's <laughs> amazing. So what actually inspires you every day to get up and help people? Mm, that would go back to the bankruptcy. So I remember um, when there, there's a space in between all of that happened. Um, that's part of more of my personal life and my other endeavors. So when I was working for the wine and spirit company, I remember at a certain point, I knew I needed to get out because my, um, I remember my boss, I loved her, but this is my boss's boss's boss. I'm like, okay, if I stay here, what's going to happen? I have no idea how much money she made, but if I was to guess, it would probably be like $150,000. Right. And she's been in it for 20 some years. She's also had a divorce and two heart attacks. Mm. And I remember thinking, is that what I want for myself? Yeah. No. So my husband had called me and said, sweetheart, I think I want to move to Florida. And I was in my office and we lived in Delaware. And he says, I want to go because I have a friend who wants us to be an apprentice. We're going to learn all the things about real estate and it's going to be in Florida. And I was like, hell yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm willing to do that. So this is in between part of that story that I shared with you. We went down and we learned everything. We learned how to over 300 properties in one year, we bought, bought them, we assessed them, we renovated them, we rented them, and then we managed them. Occasionally we would flip. So we're learning all this. Actually yeah. what happens is I now have a second baby and my dad died and my mom is alone now, 800 miles away. So it was time to go back to Delaware. And when we went back to Delaware, we just thought it'd be so easy to find a job. I had this previous executive position. I had, um, my husband has his master's. Mm -hmm. I mean, we know people. Delaware literally is like two miles by two miles. It's like the smallest state, right? Like we're going to know people. Um, like I said, college educated, well-spoken shit. Like we're pretty, like we'll make it happen. Like it'll work. We could not find jobs. Like we could not find jobs. We couldn't believe it. And so my husband, you know, he put it in his hands and I do not get angry at that. Like at all, I still never blame him, but he decided to take a big risk and big risks often lead to big rewards, but sometimes it leads to terrible, huge fucking failures. And eventually all those failures end up being like the best things that ever happened to you. If you decide to just move forward, but yeah, we lost everything financially with a real estate deal. Um, there was one point where we had two children and $200 combined. And I'm embarrassed to say that it wasn't even mine because I took time off to be with a second baby. So I wasn't working. And, um, I just like, I remember being in my bathrobe for like nine days and just crying. And I remember my marriage was hurting and I remember just feeling so angry at God and the, and the world. And I was just so confused and so lost. And I remember looking in the mirror and my hair was like Beetlejuice. I was in like this nasty bathrobe. I had these, my glasses on. Cause I was crying every day. I was like, and I was like my poor husband, like the way I looked at myself. And I remember that moment I was like, no. And it really, you hear people talk about this, but it really is like a defining moment where you just make a decision. And you make this decision where you're going to commit and commitment is like jumping out of the airplane, right? Like you can't be like, I changed my mind. <laughs> well, you jump, you jump. And I just stood right there in that moment. I said, God, if you can support me 
to help as many people as possible. I promise you, I will do God's work. And at the same time, like I'm going to be the best saleswoman in the world. I'm going to, I'm going to do it. And I went for it. That's when I discovered her, my brand inner feminine beast, the version of you that has the courage, the power, the strength, the clarity to get it done and to see it through. And so this is why I'm so passionate about sales is because truly I'm telling you, Barbie sales saved my life. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Sales saved my life. Yeah. It taught me who I'm capable of being and it helped me to change so many people's lives and create such an impact. I had women who invested the last dollar they had to sit with me and within two months, create a hundred thousand dollars in cash. I had women in their first year, create million dollar companies when they were about to go through a divorce because they were fighting over money so much. I've had women in their first month after, you know, COVID happened, go from speaking on stage and panicking, not knowing what to do to creating 30 K cash months. I've had women come to me and have their husbands call me and say, Cynthia, like, thank you for believing her when I didn't. You know, because now she made in one month working with you 50% of all the sales she did last year. Like I get people results. Everybody, when you work with your clients, your success is their success and vice versa. Their results is your reputation. My clients, we get results together. It is a relationship. And so I live and breathe for my clients. I love results and I love supporting people in sales. And I'm so grateful that because I know how to sell, as you mentioned, I can now say I'm a self-made millionaire. I remember not being able to afford heat and wrapping my babies in like three blankets. And now I have a million dollar home on uh, that's beachfront. <laughs> it's like, and it happened fast, like very fast. This was five years ago that the bankruptcy happened. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not even the third year in my business now, okay. right? Well, complete three year. It'll be next month. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm really passionate about is that sales can change your life. When you give, you're allowed to receive every day. I joke around, but it's true. I kind of say, God, like whose life can I change today? And where's my money at? right? <laughs> when you give your letter receive. So it's, it's been really wonderful to rewrite the script of what money I've done. A lot of that inner work, always working with mentors, but yeah, I want every woman to fall in love with sales because that's the only way that she's gonna be able to serve. You cannot help your clients if you don't have clients. So what happens if you come across someone that's not very good at sales? Do you, you teach them what, obviously what they need to know? Well, I mean, it's, what does it mean to not be good at something? Right. Like we, that's the thing is like, I'm very grateful that I worked for a very successful business consultant because when I was selling business coaching, what I had to do was learn every single type of business. How does what we teach help a doctor? How does it help a lawyer? How does it help a psychic? How does it help a, a nutritionist and a weight loss specialist? Like, so I had to really study the different industries and the different businesses. So I can see how it could apply. So not only was I mastering my sales skills, I really became a savvy businesswoman. Yeah. And it was crazy because people started asking me business questions. And I constantly was like, well, I'm not your business consultant. She is. But if I was your business consultant, I would say this. And they're like, that's genius. I'm like, that's an eight figure person that just said my idea was genius. I'm like, I think I got this down. Like, I think I can do this. Yeah. So what I've noticed though, is that I'm very lucky. I got to work with some of the top seven and eight figure coaches in the industry. And I got to dive into their businesses and I got to see what works, what doesn't, and what I want to do differently when I start my business. And I think the number one wrong thing that I see and why it companies fail and it's because they don't get their clients results. And the reason they don't get their clients results is because they're teaching a system. So I don't teach a system. 
There's a reason why I say I'm a sales consultant. Yeah, I'm a coach. Yes, I'm a mentor, but I say consultant because ultimately you're the CEO of your business. Yeah, I'm here to provide a smorgasbord of different ideas because I want you to get your energy around what feels right for you. So we don't follow a system. We help you to channel your system. So even though I have clients all over, we have um, attorneys, we have women who are uh, travel agents. We have a lot of coaches, which are, you know, divorce coaches and mindset coaches and success coaches and uh, all the different things in between. They have different businesses, but they're all doing different business models in group coaching. So they're still getting customized support, but I'm really big on like, okay, it's kind of like, I don't know if you did this um, when I was younger, like if you'd read, read like 17 or Cosmopolitan, right? Like what lipstick shade is best for you, Barbie? Do you like the Simpsons or do you like Family Guy? If you like them, go this way. It's like, what does that have to do, right? But you like go down this tree, yeah. <laughs> then you find yours. Yeah. That's what I teach. It's like, do you like this or do you like that? Okay, this one, then let's go this way. Now here, here. So it's, even though it's group, some of it's self-led depending on where you're at, it's still really customizable. And it's all about accountability and support because that's the number one thing people need. It's not just being assigned a bunch of information, being taught how to do that. So if you're not good at sales, it's because you're doing sales in a way that you've been taught by somebody else. I'm going to teach you what sales means to you and how it feels authentic because again, I'm going to say it over and over. It's my number one thing. The only way you make sales is by earning trust. We can have you pretending to be like her, act like her, do what she does because it's not authentic. And, and if you're not being authentic, people can't trust you. So we need to figure out who you are and we need to figure out who you serve. And we just focus on her. I don't please a lot of people. I'm proud to say that I have like 1500 followers, I think on Instagram. It's not about following. It's not about shiny websites. It's about who you are and finding your people. And it's about deep connection. It's called social media. We forget that. Yeah. Direct DM is direct message, right? Like you can go directly to the person and just say hi, just like you did reaching out to me, right? Like, so I'm all about that. Um, it's the core foundational things. It's not the new trend. It's not the new system. It's not the new shiny coach guru. It's it's knowing who you are and fighting your people, serving them like crazy. That's what always will work, always. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, do you have any advice for people that may want to get into sales or a way that they can reach out and if they want to work with you? Yeah, of course. Um, oh my gosh, so many different things I could say about advice, but um, I think this is the thing that people need to hear if they're getting into sales mm -hmm. is that <laughs> my old boss actually said this to me and I love this. Um, she said, number one, Cynthia, I gave you full permission to fuck up. Because if you're not making mistakes and failing, then you're not doing well. And that's how she said it. So that's why I said it the way she did. And I love it. <laughs> the other thing is she constantly said to me, how many no's did you get today? And I'd be like, I got 200. She goes, well, you can wrap up after you get 300. So even though my clients get amazing results, and there's a lot of people out there that I could serve that need me, if they don't want me, I'm not here to convince them. Yeah. Sales is not convincing. It's conveying your message and standing your truth. It is not about pitching to people. It's about inviting them to plug into your power. It's not about if she says this, then you say that. It's not about manipulating. It's about supporting. And it's understanding that not everybody is going to be your person, but you're going to be doing a disservice to those who really do want to work with you, those lives that you really can change if you let the nose get to you. Mm -hmm. I'm a very persistent person. And that's, you know, 
I think sometimes people will say things and they'll say, oh, well, I'm just, you know, uh, an introvert. I'm an introvert. To be honest, I'm scared and terrified every day too. Like it's not easy putting yourself out there, but don't label yourself that way. Right. I feel like that's an, like enabling thing to do. It's more so like choose, like decide who you want to be and just go with it. And don't be afraid of getting no's or making mistakes. I think it's hilarious when people are worried about getting no's in the DMs. I'm like, you're literally sitting in your shorts, barefoot at home. It's the easiest job ever. You can go anywhere in the world with this little box. I, my husband used to sell scissors all over the Northeast region, driving his car, walking around with legit weapons, getting doors slammed in his face. It's a no on social media. It's not a big deal. And I'll be honest, 100%. I think I've ever, ever the history of doing social media. I've gotten like less than two hands of people telling me to stop. And it's not like, screw you. There's like, I'm not interested. Please stop. Thank you. Right. I don't need any more. So if you're doing it the right way, it's important. You're fine. So just like, just know that if you even look at any corporation, what division makes the most money? It's the salespeople. And when you're a salesperson, you are literally the CEO of your desk. So if you're a CEO, obviously you're responsible for sales too, because you're not just getting a paycheck every weekend, right? You're, you have to make sales in your company to put food on the table and to build this to where it needs to be. So the thing about being a CEO is that you have to be willing to do things that other people aren't willing to do, but you will live the life that other people don't get to live. There's a reason why the sales department makes the most money because they do the scary thing. Yeah. That's always how it works. So you just have to be willing to be vulnerable. Those are your biggest superpowers. If you're going to do this, make mistakes. If I celebrate my clients mistakes as much as I do their wins, because that means you're moving. It is far more dangerous to stay where you're at than to just put yourself out there and fuck up. Because now, you know, just don't go that way, which doesn't keep you stuck here. You move the right way. So you got to have, it's not about being fearless. It's about coming to peace with fear and walking gracefully with the courage. I just want you to be like courageous. That's what it is. Walking gracefully with the fear by being courageous. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you can't focus on how you feel, if you're going to do sales, and you're going to be good at sales. You got to focus on your, your why and your why has to be serving your people. Just serve your people and you'll be successful always and master your craft, get better and better. Yeah. So that, like I said, I could say like a hundred more things, but that'll be my quick rendition. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And if people want to work with you, um, how can they do that? How can they reach out to you? Yeah. So I'm usually hanging out on Facebook. That's my jam. Um, the, uh, Facebook it's Cynthia Stant. I have a Facebook group, which is called Sales is Sexy and Simple with Cynthia Stant. Um, you can always email my team, info at Cynthia Stant. And then um, check out the podcast. You'll you'll learn a lot more about me, about sales uh, teachings. We have a guest every single week as well. There's two episodes a week. These are seven, eight-figure entrepreneurs talking about their uh, experience, their spiritual journey, um, their best tips and tricks. Um, so again, that's Inner Feminine Beast, the podcast. So that's a lot of different things. And of course, I'll get those links too. But thank you for the opportunity to invite people. Yeah, oh, of course. Absolutely. Um, and I'm so thrilled that you took the time to uh, sit down with with me and um, be authentic and also vulnerable and um, give wonderful sound advice. So thank you so much. Of course. Again, thank you for having me. I do appreciate it. Thank you. And we'll talk again soon. I love that.